This is a download from Channel 4. To find out more, go to channel4radio.com. Previously on Lost. Two players, two sides. One is light, one is dark. Do you want to know a secret? What if everything that happened here happened for a reason? We can't live together. We're going to die alone. I thought I heard whispering. We're not the only people on this island, and we all know it. We have only three choices. Run, hide, or die. Do you think we're being punished? Every 108 minutes, the button must be pushed. Guys, where are we? It's 63 days now since the crash. Series 2 finishes on day 67. Welcome to UK Lost from Channel 4 Radio, where we are getting ever closer to the end and possibly uncovering the truth. I'm Ian Lee, and I'm settled into the hatch of Lost Obsession with my panellists, where we're just recovering from the shock of episode 20. Not so much over the big bloody ending, but that Hurley almost seemed like he was going to get it on with Libby. We still have our big Lost Prize bunker to give away, piles of your theories to sift through, and once again we'll be taking a look at some of the better lost sites on the internet. So come down into the hatch and steal yourself for some heated debate as we bring you the official download radio show for lost fans, UK Lost from Channel 4 Radio. My panellists this week are Tom, Paul and Lorcan. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. Uh, the question this week, and we'll start with you, Paul. There are still many unanswered questions in Lost. Which one frustrates you the most? I need to know why they picked Walt. Why have they taken him? Because, you know, that's. I feel we're getting close to it, but it's just, you know, I like your theory with the brain computer. I'm sure we'll come back to that at some yep. point. But it's, um, no, it's, it, this boy is a very unusual boy, but we need to know what do they want with him? Where is he gone? What are they doing to him? And why the Walt? Why not anybody else? Tom, uh, what question in loss, unanswered question in loss is frustrating you? Um, what, what happens when the numbers count down? I don't really care about Walt. Don't really, not bothered about that, but what happens is, mm. you know, we've seen some hieroglyphs, that's about it. Uh, and Lorcan, is there an unanswered question that's doing your nut? Well, it's probably a small one, but I was just wondering, is there a Dharma Initiative toilet paper? You never see them going, right, I have to go off into the bushes and get some leaves. I suspect Dharma Initiative toilet paper would be quite rough the and thing, recycled. The thing that's frustrating me is I want to know where Jack got his tats from. That's not been revealed, and we know that that's happened at some point. Anyway, in this week's episode, we finally find out why Anna Lucia was in Australia. She'd left the police force and, while working in airport security, meets Christian, Jack's father, who's on his way to Sydney. Within seconds, he's asking that age-old first meeting question. You want to come? I'm serious. Why would I go to Sydney with you? Maybe fate has just thrown the two of us together, you know, like two drinks in an airport bar... Why would fate do that? Oh, same reason fate does anything, so that we can help each other out. You do need help, right? What I'm doing down there could be a little dangerous, and I need someone to protect me, a bodyguard. It's perfect for someone who stopped being a cop 
We next see Anna Lucia in Sydney on the dangerous mission. She drives Christian to a house in the suburbs where he shouts a bit at a lady in her pyjamas about wanting to see his daughter. Anna Lucia, clearly fed up with Christian, leaves him at a bar the next morning and heads to the airport to catch flight 815. Back on the island, Anna Lucia has a far more dangerous mission, a chat with Henry Gale. I ever tell you I was a cop? I've been around a lot of killers in my life. You know what surprises me the most about them? How much they love to talk. But you're different, Henry. Quiet. What was that? If you're gonna say something, you're gonna have to speak up. You killed two of us. Good people who were leaving you alone. You're the killer, Anna Lucia. Gail is strangling Anna Lucia, but Locke and his hefty crutch intervene and later has some equally hefty questions for him. Like, why didn't he hurt him when he was trapped under the blast door? Gail cryptically replies that Locke is one of the good ones and also says he believes his own time will soon be up as either Jack will kill him or his own people. Why would your own people want to kill you? Because the man in charge, he's a great man, John. A brilliant man. But he is not a forgiving man. They'll kill me because I failed, John. I failed my mission. What mission? When that woman caught me in her trap. I was on my way here, John. I was coming for you. Meanwhile, Anna Lucia, not happy at all about the whole strangling business, tries to get Sawyer to give her a gun. When her request is rejected, she takes the next logical step and sleeps with him so she can carry out a post-coital theft. Back in the hatch, Michael has finally come round and tells Jack, Kate and Locke what he's found out about the others. That there are only 22 of them, they wear dirty, torn clothing, eat dried fish, and they have a hatch. They keep a guard at 24-7. At two guards. Two guns, and two guns is all I saw. They're barely armed. Most of them are old, and half of them are women. I couldn't save them. So I came back to tell you. Tell you that we can take them. As soon as I get my strength back, I will take us back there. And we are going to get my boy back. Fired up, Jack, Locke and Kate go off to get the guns from Sawyer, who finally realises that Anna Lucia has stolen one. Locke has an inkling that this is bad news, and it would seem he's right as we see Anna Lucia alone in the armoury with Henry Gale, who uses his last words to have a chat about Goodwin. Goodwin. Yes, he told us all about you, Anna. How he thought you were worthy, and that he could change you. But he was wrong. And it cost him his life. He was going to kill me. Was he? Anna Lucia can't bring herself to pull the trigger, but Michael appears very keen to do it himself. However, once he has the gun, he turns it on Anna, shooting her dead. Then, in a case of the worst timing ever, Libby comes into the hatch looking for the blankets, and a surprise Michael shoots her twice. He then goes into the armory, exchanges a long stare with Gale, before shooting himself in the arm. This is... A fantastic episode, lots to talk about. Let's start with Anna Lucia's flashback. 
Was it believable that Jack's dad, Christian, would ask her to come to Australia? It seems a bit random, doesn't it, Paul? Well, I, I think it's it's just one of those cool moments of loss where, you know, there's two people who are, com- they are completely lost. You know, she she's hasn't got a clue what to do with herself because she's up for murder. Is she going to get out of that? And I think it's just one of those spontaneous moments which um, has happened a lot on the show. And it's nice to see where that goes with those two characters because obviously she has no idea that's Jack's dad. Mm. We do. And I love that about Lost when the audience knows far more than actually the characters do. About I don't themselves. think she is up for murder because doesn't her mum say it's a dead-end investigation? Which well, I would interpret as meaning they're never going to find out who killed him. But then it's in herself, she's absolutely in turmoil about it. She doesn't know how to, how to process that. So she quits a job. And I think, it, I think it's logical that in those moments yeah. of life where you have something completely crazy going on that you do something nuts like that. Just, you know, strange, grey-haired guy. It is strange that her turmoil face is the same as her angry face, which is the same as her passionate face, which is the same as her every face she ever pulls. Well, the same actress, you know. So. Uh, now, Christian calls Anna, they come up with pseudonyms for yes. each other, yeah. uh, and he calls Anna Sarah, yeah. which is the name of Jack's ex-wife. Yeah. Anything in that, do we think? I was very suspicious of that when, yeah. when, he, when he picked that name. I thought, well, come on, is that him having a crush on Jack's mm-hmm. wife, or mm, that was a little bit sus? Is it the right, she's playing with us, though? Yeah. They want us to make these connections, even well, though they mean absolutely no, he, no, nothing. No, but he says, he says, you know, you pick an name for me, I'll pick one for you. Yeah. Is there any chance that maybe he's the fella that Jack's wife left Jack for? Blimey. That's, mm. <laughs> well, the first time I yeah. saw the episode, I wanted it to be Claire. I yeah. thought, oh, from a distance, you know, we're, Curly... Yeah. We'll, 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 come, we'll come back to a bit later on. I want to concentrate on Anna okay. Lucia at the moment, because she calls Christian Tom, which is the name of Kate's childhood sweetheart and the father of Claire's baby... And Tom is Hebrew for twin. <laughs> really? That's awesome. <laughs> why, why do you think he needs protection? To be honest, that's one of the biggest mysteries of this episode. Is, is that aside from the fact that they both want to escape their lives in uh, in America, but it's mm. uh, you know he goes there for a purpose to find this woman and ask about her daughter. But it's as you say, protection from what? But I think that's planting something ready right. to set up in a, a future flashback. Definitely. Mm. So gangsters after him, like Locke, maybe the same gangsters are after him. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, protection would imply I, mm. that there is some gangster. It can't be. <laughs> Just because he's going to go and see some woman in the middle of the night. That's <laughs> can't, not can't that. because he can't drive. We do hear, uh, as you said, Christian demanding to see his daughter and saying that he also pays the mortgage on the house. Who's the daughter? Um, it's got to be some kind of strange love child. Not a strange one, but some kind <laughs> of uh, maybe, you know, moved outside of his marriage with this woman. Mm. She left, moved to Australia and... He's still taking care of her. I think there has to be a connection between that and one of the other characters. You were saying, who were you saying earlier on, Claire? Well, from a distance, I thought I got excited when I first saw the episode, and I thought, you know, crikey, this this could be Claire, and that'd be so fantastic. But then it's not. So, but it looks a little bit like her. Maybe it looked like Kate's mum. It's definitely not Kate's mum, Tom. (laughs) She's busy serving up pie and coffee and diet. I moved over to Australia. Let's assume you're right, but you're wrong. It can't be it can't be Kate's mum or Claire's mum because she doesn't look old enough. Could it no, be she, Libby? No, she looks about 28, isn't she? The, the woman yeah, yeah, daughter, yeah. So. Could it be Libby just turning up everywhere in every episode? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like mysterious Libby. Libby will be everywhere. Yeah, Her weird yeah. pursed yeah, lips. Yeah. It could be a case of bad casting, which is, it completely screws up everything <laughs> if it is. Because Claire does have an absent father. I think that there has to be some connection between, as you say, going to Australia and the only Australian character in the show is Claire. Mm. So if that's correct. Mm. I, I got a kind of a, a different twang to her accent. It wasn't an Australian <laughs> one. It was a, kind of like a Texas Twang, you know, from where Kate's from. Oh, it's oh, just no. leave that, mate. It's not Kate's mum. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kate's mum's sister, younger sister. Uh, Christian is obsessed with fate. 
It keeps going on about, oh, it's our fate. It's our mm. fate. But that's, that's new for him, isn't it? Because he's Mr. Science. So all of a sudden he's mm. spouting about philosophy and fate. And, you know, that, that, I found that quite interesting. Mm. One of my favourite bits of the entire episode is the, uh, the Sawyer crossover. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm good. trying to walk here. <laughs> wow, it's like he's in the room. Well, you know what was going on. He's in the room. I think it's the first time when two flashbacks have been set up next to yeah. each other like that. It's pretty cool. Now, Michael uh, kills, and I say, good to see Michael back. Looking cool with the beard, you've got to say. He's, yeah, he's yeah. looking uh, pretty good with that. One of the most exciting moments, I think, in the entire series, when he turns the gun, uh, he's holding the gun, a good gun rattling noise as well. Yeah. And I'm sorry, and he shoots Anna in the gut. You, you enjoy that look? It was very, very shocking. It was like episode 20, everybody dies, you know. With the gun rattling as well, is his mind being controlled when he pulls the trigger, or is he panicking over the fact that he's under his own will doing this, but he's just really freaked out about it? Like, I mean, that kind of gun rattling and his kind of odd movements during the time. Well, like, yeah, you know? that's interesting. He shoots it's Libby as well. Hmm. Is she dead? Anna is here dead. You know, shot to the gut doesn't kill you straight away, does it? <laughs> how do you know, Tim? How, how many people have you shot to the gut? Well, I've watched, I've watched military movies, army movies. <laughs> military movies? Yeah. You've watched Police Academy. Yeah, yeah. I see, I know how it all works. Of course, Anna Lucia was done for drink driving in Hawaii. Any yeah. coincidence in that, that she's been written out after breaking a Hawaiian law? There's probably a way of just, you know, having her back for some flashback involving one of the other characters again, even if she's... Yes. Oh, OK, now, uh, look, you, you were suggesting possibly why Michael might be doing this. What yeah. do you think? Is he brainwashed? I, I, is he hypnotised? Is, is he converted to the others? I don't know. Like, I mean, is that sort of idea? Is he being sort of robotically controlled or, or is he doing it himself under his own free will? I think he's just been forced to do it for his son, which seems to be the thing going for the son. You drop everything a bit like the day after tomorrow. Everybody will endure any sort of peril just to go and fight Walt at the drop of a hat and the dog. He'd kill uh, you know? two yeah. people yeah. just to get his son. Yeah. Tom, are you digging yeah. that? I can't well, buy that. He arrives in a, an extremely distraught state. He's unconscious, isn't he? He's yeah. He goes from running to unconsciousness in the space of about two minutes. And then he wakes up, and then suddenly he's like, the others, my son's there, let's go and kill him. Oh, he, does, he, he is yeah. quite perky, isn't he, yeah. when he gets back up for the first but then, time. But then why, I mean, has he been instructed to kill Anna Lucia and then release Henry? Because, you know, when Henry says, you kill Goodwin, have they, have they told him, could you know, be the sickness, tip the tat? Could it, it be the sickness or? infected him and sent him balmy? Yeah. I suspect that somehow connected with the super brain computer, and he is being controlled in the brain he has no control over what he's doing he's trying to fight it the gun's rattling <laughs> but he, he can't resist it I do love the super brain computer theory but I, I, this is a new strain I'm not, I'm not, I'm not down with I'll, I'll, I'll get you down with it All right. uh, later on <laughs> it's got to be something to do with Walt hasn't it because it's always his whole story yep. goes back to Walt uh, do you think he's lying about the condition of the others because he says that they uh, live in rags uh, they live in huts uh, they're eating dried fish but Kate and Jack know I don't, we don't know where the lock knows that it's all theatrical costumes and makeup. Yeah. Well, this is a frustrating thing because we've seen the, the walk through the, the forests and they've got the kind of like Peter Pan torn off trousers. But then we know that the beard is facade and the clothing is facade. Yeah. So yeah, it's frustrating. But we hope, you know, hopefully that will become. Do you, do you think he's lying about the condition of the others, or does he genuinely believe that? And maybe they've somehow put on an elaborate show for him. I think it's a Truman show, elaborate show all the way. It's, mm. They've definitely got a plan for everyone on the island, and they are executing the plan they've got for him. It could be that he's going to lead the survivors in the trap. He's trying yeah. to get them riled up and saying, come on, we can take these dudes, yeah. come with me. He's obviously misleading them in some way. It's got to be a trap, isn't it? Yeah, it's got a big let's roll mentality and just go and get them and, and not knowing why. I mean, I think it is the case of, which is all the way through Lost, the fact that these characters all have separate bits of information mm. like the like the fake beard and stuff, and no one talks to each other. They're too busy running around after monsters in the woods. No one actually 
pools of information about this their the life bit. and everything else. What and they should would be sorted if what they, they should do to is other. just say, look, tonight eight o'clock, yeah. we're all going to sit yeah. down and we're going to throw in every bit of information we've got, and then they'll all, you know, yeah. be a lot more aware of what's happening yeah. on the island. If he is leading them into the trap, why would the others want them when surely the others could just take them anyway? Maybe they they're good ones. As um, Henry Gale said, maybe they've got some worth to them. What's what going to happen to Michael? That you know, if he if he has done a deal with the others, saying you release Henry Gale, we'll give you Walt back. That's a possible theory. Can the others be trusted? And if he does get Walt back, what are they going to do? Well, this is the thing. It's like if Michael has, has gone to their base, as he said, base operations, and he's seen all this kind of stuff, and they, if he has struck some kind of deal with them, go back. He surely knows these are people who just nicked his son off the raft so you can't trust them mm-hmm. you can't trust these people for that alone so yeah I think he's you know poor man I think he's just completely frazzled as to how, how on earth to get his son back so. well, one of the things I do like about Lost though is are they actually bad as Henry Gale said about Annalisa fighting with Goodwin was he actually trying to kill her yes he was well, you look back at it, and and she lunges for him. He's seduced by Henry Gale. So, loving yeah. it. So Tom's like brainwashed. I just think that it's all gonna swap round, and it's gonna be in fact all the all the, all the like you know Jack and everyone are in fact evil, and the others are actually. Yeah, but good. no, that doesn't work because if you if you think about the Goodwin scene, yeah, he lunged and kind of Superman jump like raw, and he landed on a spike. Yeah, the spike. So it wasn't actually like she went over and purposely executed him. It was an accident. So yeah. that was that's the first thing. But, but also, she she did want to kill him. Well, but. yeah, she was f- fine for her life, but. Goodwin in like a couple of days earlier snapped that bloke's neck for no reason yeah. what a nice guy and he was a nice guy that poor bloke who got yeah. put upon and thrown down a pit he got a banana and, and then he pulled a, him out and then he snapped his he's neck probably a bad one we'll talk about Henry Gale in a minute because there's a lot going on there oh, yeah. uh, but it's competition time there's another chance now to get your name into the draw for the big lost prize bunker now I had a good rummage around it earlier on and there's <laughs> some very nice stuff in there signed by Hurley Gin Mr Echo and co-creator Damon Lindelof including a lovely black and white photo a lost hooded sweatshirt a hoodie I believe they're referred to these days, uh, and a copy of Bad Twin. Uh, There's also a subscription to the very brilliant Official Lost magazine, which uh, Paul... Did you write that bit of script there, Paul? I think maybe you did. I I, have no idea what you're talking Mm. about. If you'd like to win this, it is a fantastic prize. Just answer the following question. What is Anna Lucia drinking at the airport bar when she meets Dr Christian Shepherd? Is it A, tequila tonic, B, a pint of lager and lime, or C, a glass of white wine? Call 09011-111-080, leave your answer, your name and your telephone number. Calls cost 25 pence a minute. Or you can text the word LOST, then your name and answer to 83188. Each text will cost you 25 pence. This is UK Lost from Channel 4 Radio. I'm Ian Lee, here with Paul, Tom and Lorcan. Back to episode 20. Uh, Henry Gale tries to kill Anna Lucia and describes the two others she killed as good people. So who, who has she killed? She's killed Goodwin. Yeah. Has she killed any of the others? I don't think she has, no. Obviously she's killed... Um, oh, I think it's referring to the uh, the beach attack when... Yeah, yeah, when the, the right, first the attack on, okay. on the other 48 days. Right. Was, yeah, Mr Echo took a couple out with some rocks. Didn't he, so. <laughs> so what's that all about then? Well, the, the others are good people, is that possible? I like the way that when you look at all the people that have crashed, they aren't actually great people, are they? No. Uh, Lorcan, why do you think Anna uh, couldn't kill Gail? Because she's not had any problems before and then she bottles out of it then. And I don't know how she lost her taste for killing she's just killed too mm. many people she just can't do another one or does Henry Gale have some sort of psychic powers that sort of deflect her off from, do, from doing well, this, it because this, he, need, could be he needs Michael to go you know because he needs Michael to do yeah. it in a strange way or maybe you she's know. developed a conscience yeah. at last yeah, yeah. yeah just it at could that be moment. as simple as that yes, yeah. her character be. stops wanting to kill people <laughs> well, Goodwin um, said that she was a good person and he could turn around but so. the, the island's done that in a way it, well 
whether we know it's the island doing it or not, but people seem to be going through like redemption oh. and you know. The bit that confused me is when Locke makes up an excuse for Anna Lucia's scar and he says, oh, she slipped in the bath. Why doesn't he just say, Gail went mental and tried to kill her? I think that's Locke doing a lot of Locke and Jack not telling each other things. I think yeah. that's Locke going, well, thinking in his mind, you know, Jack doesn't need to know this information, I'm in control of this moment, and gives her the wink and says, you know, I've sorted that one. But then, then he messes up massively. I'm not sure. I, I think that he's starting to believe Henry Gale and get swayed. Mm. Henry Gale's there for Locke, apparently. Yeah, no, well, Henry Gale does say yeah, that he didn't kill Locke when he had the chance because he's one of the good ones. Yeah. What does that mean? He's not, you know, he hasn't been killing loads of people like most of the other people have. Mm. But you see, like, even in that minute, how quickly Locke gets drawn into any any sort of man who's protective of him or some sort of caring of him. He, you know, if Henry Gale needs a kidney, you know, Locke will be thinking, <laughs> hey, I've got one, I can survive on a machine. Yes. You know, it's that idea that, like, any male character who tries to take care of him slightly, he's immediately, oh, yeah. So I think he's kind of trying to protect Henry Gale. Gale says that his mission is to get Locke, to join them and, and just hang out with them. Yeah, I guess so. But why? Why would they want Locke? Yeah, you know, he's, he's a human hunting machine, yeah. but... Uh... He's a good person, you know, he's always there for a spot of advice. He's helped all the people, and, you know, made the cradle for Claire, mm. for the baby. I don't believe that, that was the mission. No, I, I think he's just saying that, surely, just to, to get Locke mm. on side, isn't he? Well, I think that's quite sad. Anyway, because Locke's he's a, he's a great character and he's a really you know, he's very trusting, but maybe he's just too trusting because he's watched this guy manipulate the entire camp, and just because he's flattered his ego and gone, oh, you know, I came for you, and he's thought, oh. I'm special and it's like wait a minute come on he's, he's, he's messing with I'd Hen- go with him no Henry Henry is, is genius and that he's, he's, he's messing with the entire yeah. camp absolutely messing with him what else could his mission have been if it wasn't to get Locke as he said is there something else he's there to do he's I, been caught for a reason hasn't he I like the idea that he he let himself get caught and he let himself go to the hatch and it's basically to defragment this group break them down into various factions and then the others will do their next phase yeah, phase two or something like that finding out what they know and you know yeah. what they don't know just reconnaissance Gale no. says uh, that he will be killed for failing his mission and he talks about the man who is in charge of the others saying he's a great man John a brilliant man but he's not a forgiving man any idea who this is I mean is this Alvar Hanzo or is this the guy with the beard? Is it? Does it go higher than that? I, I just love that it's left a mystery. It's one of those things, like the prisoner or something. You never know who's the one in charge. Every time you meet someone, you thinks the head person. Mm. There's always that air of mystery that you don't. Know, you never know who it's who it's going to be. Like, I think it's. Know? I think it's unlikely that they, if they're referring to the people behind the entire project, yeah. I think there's always going to be like a board of directors or people down from that. Mm. I don't think it's going to be referring to our hands. I think it's mm. going to be someone else who's a great man, though. Yes, that implies more than just one yeah. of the uh, the foot soldiers on the island. It could even be someone who's not on the island and is mm. the puppet master. Very true, yeah. very true. And yeah. a great man once said, don't remember the rest of it, but the bearded <laughs> guy says that in the... Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that is a quote from, from Hanzo, isn't it? Yeah. That's on yeah, one of the yeah. websites. So there you go, there's your link, there's your, there's your evidence. Okay, listen, uh, thank you very much for that. Uh, Geeky Tom, of course, is back with us now as uh, due to popular demand, we've had to let him back into the hatch. Uh, Geeky Tom, uh, can you earn your keep this week? Have you got any geeky facts for us? I've got one. I know. <laughs> a little bit disappointing. Oh, mind. sorry. Go on then. When uh, Annalisa is driving Christian to the house of his daughter in Sydney, the song playing in the car is Walking After Midnight by uh, Patsy Cline. And guess, you know, you know the obvious she, link here. She died in a plane crash, did Absolutely. she? Absolutely. That's it, is it? Yeah. Disappointing. Wow. You say there's only one geeky fact. I spotted something in this episode. I don't know if anyone else spotted this. The police cars in the LAPD parking lot, car park, had the numbers on their roofs. Anyone spot that? Yeah, no, I did actually spot that in, but I didn't think it was 
probably good enough to get into this uh, this podcast, I'm afraid. Well, I think it's a very good geeky fact, Tom, and shame on you for not spotting it. Must try harder, OK? Still to come, your lost theories and an exclusive clip from next week's episode. Since the dawn of time, man has been curious, imagining all that is possible. The Hanzo Foundation, reaching out to a better tomorrow. Discover the experience for yourself. Go to thehanzofoundation.org. This is the official UK download show for Lost, brought to you by Channel 4 Radio. And it's time now to take a look at some of the sites dedicated to Lost on the internet. There are thousands, and I personally have studied each one and given them marks for content, style, and number of pictures of sun, so that I can bring to you only the very best. On the short list this week, we first of all have igetlost.com forward slash lostopedia... <laughs> Dot .asp Now, that, I don't know why you're giggling, fellas. This is an extremely comprehensive encyclopedia of everything and anything related to Lost. For example, you can't remember who Richard Malkin is. Anyone remember who he is? Yeah, he's the uh, psychic dude who... Uh, oh, he's cold playing. He's good. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, find yourself... Hang on. Find yourself wondering what Twinkies are. We all know what Twinkies <laughs> are, don't we? Yeah. We've all seen Ghostbusters. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, then go to that site. That's the place for all of your answers. Now, do you wake up in the night filled with a longing for an action figure of Locke or Shannon in a bikini? <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, I know. think I... that's a bad idea, yeah. actually. Well, go to everythinglost.co.uk where you can pre-order lost figures of six characters that are due for release in October. Come on! They also have loads of other stuff, like Dharma Initiative keyrings, and will soon be selling replica props so you can buy your granny a plane ticket for the Oceanic Flight 815 for Christmas. This <laughs> is fantastic. I, I actually, I've got something to add to that, which is, which is pretty cool. We've actually got signed figures and the signed box set of all the stuff from McFarlane Toys in the uh, issue 7 of Lost coming up. It's a big sweepstake. They're all signed by Tom McFarlane, who, who uh, creates the... Oh, so they're not signed by the characters? No. They're signed by the guy who created all the action figures from okay. Spawn and everything. So That's kind so of cool. It's pretty damn he is cool. cool. He's cool. I've got to say, this is, this is brilliant, because the only thing I've got is a hooky, lost T-shirt that says, I press the button every 108 minutes. <laughs> Don't, why are you shaking your head, Tom? That's it's a cool thing a to have. It's You've just also a got an, ex- sad, you've got an exclusive Sun poster, you know, <laughs> created by the team. Finally, now, I've got. this is a very long, complicated address, so get your pens and papers at the readies. I am going to read this out due to popular demand. Type in http colon slash slash z3 dot envision free dot com forward slash lost underscore lovers underscore board forward slash index dot php question mark show topic equals 257 let me read that again no I won't (laughs) 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 thank you Uh, and if you go there you're able to print out your very own version of Lost Monopoly with Dharma money and a board that includes Henry's Balloon and Sun's Garden Uh, uh, very quickly let's go off on a slight tangent when is the computer game coming out oh I don't have a release date confirmed but it's Ubisoft and it's uh, it's very exciting it's coming soon do you just have to press the button or can you go and kill the others you are listening to UK Lost from Channel 4 Radio the official download show for Lost fans I'm Ian Lee down the hatch with Paul Geeky Tom and Lorcan and with your help we're now going to attempt to solve the mystery of the Lost Island you've been sending in your theories many of which are completely mental but we have had a few that rival the brilliance of my own super brain computer theory we had our first 10 out of 10 last week with the paradise theory will any of our theories today match that. We've got three for you. Let's go through them one at a time and then we mark them at the end. Theory one. Oh, it's from Barry Rim again. Hey, <laughs> Barry Rim. Up. It's the implanting memories theory by Barry Rim. Ian, 
Thanks for reading my theory, mostly taken from the super brain computer scenario, brackets, copyright Ian Lee. I have now devised my own. <laughs> it starts back in the 80s when Oceanic Flight 815 took off. That's right, the 80s. <laughs> As the plane plummeted down to the island, the memories of all on board were harvested by the Dharma scientists <laughs> and years later modified and implanted in the minds of some Dharma volunteers, who we know as Jack, Kate, Sawyer, etc., including Locke, who was their leader, Alvar Hanzo. Yeah. Implanting memories is not a perfect art, and sometimes an awareness surfaces, like when Sawyer is delirious and tries to strangle Kate, saying, Why did you kill me? This was the consciousness of someone on flight 815 trapped inside Sawyer's head. God, this is awful. Dharma's greatest purpose of taking dead people's memories and implanting them into other people is to extend life indefinitely with any luck, and the others, their former colleagues, observe them and maintain their project. I don't even understand that, Lorcan! This has got some good elements. I, I like Which I, ones? I, I, well, I, I like the idea that there is some sort of time lapse involved that we don't know you know we're assuming it's set in the present day I, I, I like the fact that uh, Dharma Initiative might be some sort of foundation that's there's no one in charge anymore that it's all finished yeah. and these things are going there was a reason more or less given why Sawyer had that flashback he was, yeah, he was channeling the spirit channeling. of and channeling the spirit of Dudar's dad or whatever is more believable than <laughs> yeah. uh, memory yeah. so you're, you're buying this are you Tom that the flight took off in the 80s mm. We've seen them in the airports. They weren't yeah. wearing, you know, puffball skirts and piled up hair. It's set. Well, they had mobile phones. Yeah, yeah. Mobile and iPods phones most probably. Yeah. yeah, no, all right. Yeah, you win. Thank you, uh, Paul. Anything you want to add to this? One of the worst theories I think I've ever read. I remember his first one was all right. It was quite fun, and was, then he's, good, he yeah. feels like he's come back with an improved one in his mind. Tricky and, um, second and album. He's, he's, yeah, exactly. Tricky second album. It's failed. You know, oh, uh, bargain basement buckets. In okay. Yeah. Theory two is the rubbish tip theory by Hanso Danso Ranso. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can buy anything at all these days. Even if you wanted to be Queen of England, you could for the right price. <laughs> what all, all they'd have to do is bump off the old one, give you extensive plastic surgery and voice coaching, and then that throne is yours. It's not unfeasible that 11 or 12 people have enjoyed part of the reign of Elizabeth II. Anyway, I think for every... What's, what, what's that got to do with it? Anyway... I think for everyone in the island, there is a reason why someone would want to get rid of them. For those in the know, this place is a dumping ground, as it's invisible to radar, and for some, it's preferable to having to kill the unwanted person, as there's no pesky body to deal with. The island is run by a company called something like The People Dumpster Limited. <laughs> oh, this is just wasting my time. No, it's good. Carry on. They drop food on the island, as it will be cruel to starve those unlucky to survive the crash. The others, Danielle, Adam and Eve, they were all dumped there too. Oh, <laughs> What do you reckon, dudes, Tom? Uh, I, I like like that as a way of, you know, getting rid of people that have done bad things. But the beginning bit, I, I, that confused me a bit about buying the throne. That's <laughs> yes, that's slightly, but basically yeah. saying anything can be bought with a price. It's the same premise as the film The Magic Christian. You can buy anyone and anything, yeah. and you can therefore buy people being dumped onto an island. I like the idea of you can get rid of someone that way, as in, I don't like you, in, so I could pay to uh, get you dumped on that island. Well, that's the first time that's been categorically stated, <laughs> and I would like a recording of this, just in case uh, I, I am disappeared. Uh, Lorcan, what do you reckon? I've never hidden a body, but I presume it's slightly easier than... You said than... that a little bit too quickly, though. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's it's probably slightly easier than creating some sort of radar-free globe in the middle of nowhere that can never be found, and dumping people in there, and altering their minds and stuff. All right, well, uh, guff, I think, pretty much, but we'll, we'll give it a mark out of ten in a minute. The final theory for today is the retreat theory by Mr. Skull. It's either Mr. Skull or Mrs. Cull, I don't know. In the near future, people get disheartened with their easy lives. No longer do we de- Sorry, this is brilliant. No longer do we see hills, mountains, rivers or fruit. 
All we know is city, roads and an orange glow where stars and night used to be. The Hanso Foundation have realised this and set up a retreat. The Losties paid for this service, the plane crash was staged, they were drugged and placed on the island in a daze. Each person signed a small contract as to when they would want to go home. Some simply wanted to survive the plane crash. Some want to have a longer stay on the island to really explore their limitations. Some of the people might die, but they know that before they go in. Like an extreme sport, they have to keep their wits about them. A lot of this comes from my... Oh, oh, it gets personal now. A lot of this comes from my growing anger as to what the world and people will become. But then again, some, not all of it, kind of slots into Lost. So Mr Skull is actually a mental who is so furious <laughs> with the world that uh, he's, he's written a theory about Lost, which he's is... applying his delusions to the Lost. It's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Paul, what do you reckon? Well, for that reason alone, I think it's the most genius theory well we've done. ever heard. <laughs> and, uh, Good answer. And I think that, frankly, that's the, as what Lost is, is the 11 out of 10. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Tom, what do you, what do you think to oh, Mr I'd Skull? Li- I'd like to do that. I'd like to pay money, sign a little contract. A keep little, my a little one. Yeah. Yeah. A little one. Yeah. And I'm going to keep my wits about me, but I'll go on yeah. Lost for that. That'd be brilliant. Uh, Lorcan, are you buying any I, I, of this? I, well, it's the fact that why would you, you pay for all this stuff and then your memories kind of wipe, so you're paying for this thrill ride experience and you don't realise it's happening. Do they get a videotape at the end mm. showing everything they did on the island? But uh, You say that, you eternal know. sunshine of the spotless minds, they mm. pay for the... Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit Battle Royale in a way, yeah. Yeah. but unwittingly so. So that's, There's some, there's okay. some great let's, stuff in there, actually. Yes, well let's done, give these theories marks out of ten. Theory one, in Planting Memories Theory by Barry Rim. Uh, Lorca, marks out of ten. I'd go for seven. I, I kind of, I kind oh, of like, I kind of like the, what, what, the brain implanting. It starts back in the eighties. You like that? Well, bit? not yet. Hey, listen, don't let me influence you, but I'm okay. very, very angry with you. Okay. He'll, he'll just do a low mark to round it down, like he always yeah. does. Yeah. Tom, what's your mark for this? Well, I'm going to say three anyway, just to see what you say. Uh, and Paul, your uh, mark uh, of three. two for the, uh, the difficult second album that he failed with. I give it zero. That rounds it down to four. <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> <laughs> uh, the theory two is the rubbish tip theory by Hanso Danso Ranso Paul three okay this is the one where they, that you can be Elizabeth II. Oh, I love this one yeah five Tom. oh I like entertaining seven <laughs> I, I would try and bring it down a bit three I'm going to give that a three makes it like, f- like <laughs> is that four or something it's four yeah <laughs> series three is the retreat theory by Mr Skull now bearing in mind Mr Skull has growing anger as to what the world is and will uh, people will become uh, marks out of ten Lorcan for the sort of deluded sort of interface with a TV programme that it's affecting his own life, I'd maybe give it a five. Five. I, I, I like up. this one. Um, eight. Stunning. Nine. Oh, God. I give it a six. <laughs> I make seven. I can't believe that that's <laughs> the winner. You're so dead. Uh, you all dead. <laughs> you can uh, see uh, the top five best and bottom five worst theories on channelfortradio.com forward slash forum. My theory still stands true. A quick recap on my theory, although it's not really changed much. Uh, it does hold true. There are two super brain computers on the island. Walt is connected to one. His bad twin, uh, which we see Sawyer reading uh, in this week's episode, is connected to the other. They're having a game of, I don't know, kind of like psychic chess, using the people on the island as their pieces. They are projecting stuff, things like that. Everybody on the island has been sold to Hanso, not necessarily for money, by their parents. Ladies and gentlemen, I thank you. Uh, you can uh, email your theories or your comments on my theories uh, to UKLost at channel4.com and we could be reading out your theory uh, and ripping it to pieces uh, next week. 
Now, there's another chance to get your name into the draw for the big Lost Prize bunker, filled with some lovely stuff signed by Hurley, Gin, Mr Echo and co-creator Damon Lindelof, and that includes a photo, a lost hooded sweatshirt and a copy of Bad Twin. And there's also a subscription to the very brilliant official Lost magazine. If you'd like to win this, just answer the following question. What is Anna Lucia drinking at the airport bar when she meets Dr Christian Shepherd? Is it A, tequila tonic, B, a pint of lager and lime, or C, a glass of white wine? Call 09011 Leave your answer, your name and your telephone number. Calls cost 25 pence a minute. Or you can text the word LOST, then your name and answer to 83188. Each text costs 25 pence. That's nearly all, but we won't leave without giving you an exclusive glimpse of next week's episode. If you don't want any hint as to what happens, close your ears now. Because Jack returns to the hatch and is confronted by the bloodbath. He shot me! He's gone! He ran out! Go! I got him! I, I was sleeping again! Gunshots! I, I got him! I came out of the bedroom! And this, there was this guy! He had a gun! And... <laughs> Come on, we gotta get you up, right? If you'd like to be down the hatch next week talking about all of this, then email us at uklost at channel4.com. Many thanks to my panellists this week, Paul, Geeky Tom and Lorcan. Thank you very much. Thank you. you. I'm Ian Lee, and remember, the button is bad. Download from Channel 4. To find more downloads like this, go to channel4radio.com. <laughs>